Misfits Audio welcomes you to Strange Stories, an audio anthology series of odd and unusual tales that can take place anywhere and anywhen. Sit back, open your ears, be comfortable, and let your imagination take flight. Remember, it's only as real as your mind makes it. Welcome to Danny Donuts, gents. My name's Walter. What can I get for you? The place looks deserted. It's just the three of us. We close up in 35 minutes at midnight. Do you two want some coffee? Uh, Not exactly. Get the door, Nick. Flip the sign to closed. Right, Butch. Please, please just be careful with the gun, friend. You can have all the money, but I don't have much. It's been real slow. Just look at all the donuts I have left. All locked up. Nobody else will be coming in here tonight. You don't have a drive-thru, right? Uh, right. Good. Less trouble that way. Guys, can, can I just give you the money and you guys go? <laughs> the money, Nick. <laughs> he thinks we want the money. <laughs> That's funny, Wally. You, you don't want the money? Uh-uh. Then what? You got a lot of donuts left. Yeah, well, like I said, it's been pretty slow. Do you have any jelly donuts? What? Jelly donuts. We want them. Sure, uh, we have some left. How many do you want? Bring me what you have. All right, if you say so. You want all of them? Just bring the tray over. Just take it easy with the gun. Now don't try any funny stuff, like hitting the alarm. Or my gun will do the talking for us. I wouldn't dream of it. No stalling, buddy. We want the ones with the jelly inside. Okay, coming, coming. Here you go, guys. This is everything. This is all the jelly donuts in the store. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Two, four, six, eight, uh, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. You've got 19 jelly donuts. Say, those look good. Can I, uh, ow! You take your mitts off of those. But I only wanted one. You'll get none. We don't know which one is the one. Good point. All right, if you'll just give me a sec, I'll bag them up for you. Oh, we don't want the donuts. But you said... We're not hungry. Speak for yourself. Shut your pie hole. Then what? They're for you. Me? Uh-huh. All 19 of them. Okay, if that's what... if Sure, I... Thanks. I'll I'll take them, I'll put them in bags and take them home, and my, my kids will love to have them for breakfast. Uh-uh. The jellies aren't leaving the store, and neither are you. I don't understand. You're gonna eat them. Well, maybe one or two. You're gonna eat all of them. 19 donuts? 
You you have to be kidding me. I, I can't possibly eat. Does this gun look like a joke to you? No. Then get eating. Have some coffee on the house to wash them down. I, what's the point? Why, why do you want me to? Never you mind that. We have our reasons. And this gun makes some good reasons. Eat up. Okay. We're going to have a seat while you chow down. Stay right where you are and don't try any funny stuff. We'll be watching you, and I'm a crack shot. Don't worry. Butch and Nick certainly don't sound like the brightest pair of hoods on the planet, but they do have something in mind. Something that involves Walter, the clerk, eating more than a dozen and a half donuts at gunpoint. We'll be right back with Misfits Audio's latest episode of Strange Stories. The boss always loved jelly donuts. The boss always loved jelly donuts. Remember, Nick? Oh, yeah. I remember him with all that powder around his mouth. <laughs> Cute as a baby, he was. <laughs> Don't you let him hear you say that. <laughs> but he can't hear me, Butch. He's dead. He's been for a year. One year tonight. Maybe he is, and maybe he isn't. You don't think he heard me? I can't say for sure. I'm no student of the spooky, like the boss was. He did go in for that weird stuff. And how. But that's why we're here, after all. Because of what he told us a year ago tonight. We're here, boss. Just like you wanted. <coughs> but that don't sound good, sir. Do you want us to come back later so you can get some sleep? No. Come in. And close the door behind you. Well, whatever you say. You should see a doctor. <sighs> you idiot. I have seen a doctor. I've seen every doctor in town for crying out loud. Their diagnosis is all the same. I'm not going to be around for much longer. <coughs> That's too bad. You didn't eat any of the donuts we brought you. I know. They're your favorites. Jellies. A whole box of jellies. Let me clue you in on something, Pally. Dying really cuts down on your appetite. Y you mind if, if I have one? Eat, eat. Thanks. Mmm, delicious. So I can get you one? Nick, shut that mouth of yours. You heard the man. Sorry. Look, you guys. <coughs> I, I called you here because I have something very important to tell you. What is it, sir? Do you mind not getting powdered sugar on my blankets? That doesn't sound important. <sighs> Nick, will you try to use the brain God gave you? What he said? Quiet, both of you. I don't have the breath to waste on either of you. Sorry, sir. Me too, and uh, sorry about the blankets. It's okay. I don't think I'm letting any cat out of the bag. 
when I say that neither one of you is too bright. No, sir. If it wasn't for the fact that both of your fathers were personal friends of mine back in the day, I wouldn't have hired either of you to work in this organization. <coughs> we understand. Up till now, your performance has been, to put it nicely, lousy. Really? But we've tried so hard. I know. That's why I haven't kicked the both of you out. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> Me too. I still can't believe how you bungled that Malloy hit. That really wasn't our fault, sir. You saw how much that water pistol looked like a real gun. There ought to be a law. That's in the past now. Manny took care of the Malloy hit for you. He's a swell guy. He sure is. Salt of the earth, that one. Butch, Nick, the docs say I'll be dead by midnight. No, sir. You're kidding. Why would I joke about something like that? I could go any time. I'm sorry, boss. I'm gonna give the two of you a year to straighten up and fly right. If you don't, you're out on your butts. Well, how will you do that, sir? Yeah, you'll be... The word is dead, Nick. Don't you worry. I'll find a way. <coughs> but how will we know how we're doing a year from now? What's the name on this box? Dandy Donuts. The one on Kelly Street? That's the one. Boy, they make good jellies. That's why we stopped there. Nothing but the best for you, sir. Here's the deal. One year from today, right at midnight, I'm going to appear in that donut shop. No kidding? Death is no kidding matter. How'll you do it? I'm gonna perch my soul on top of one of their jelly donuts. Can you really do that? He's the boss. He can do anything. <coughs> you, you two be there that night. I'll speak through the voice of whoever eats that donut and let you know how you're coming along. Cool. Oh, we'll be there. Both of us. Good. See that you are. Now get out of here. I don't have much time left. And I don't want the last sight my eyes see to be your two mugs. Yes, sir. Right away. Me too. Uh, sorry about the blankets. What a couple of maroons. Oh, what the hell. Oh, good jelly. I don't believe it's been a whole year. You know, one thing about that night has always puzzled me. What? Did you hear the boss say something as we was leaving? Well, I don't think so, but I left before you did. What do you think he said? I can't be sure, but I don't think it was nice. The boss was a sick man, Nick. You have to remember that. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Gentlemen? How's it going over there, Wally? Oh, I've been better. How many donuts have you eaten? Only seven. That's all? I'm feeling a little nauseous. I think I'd better make a trip to the bathroom. 
Can he do that, Butch? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know if he's eaten the boss's donut yet or not. We won't know until midnight. If he has eaten the magic donut and he doesn't hold it down, the boss might not appear. What are we going to do? Could you gentlemen make a quick decision, please? Is it an emergency? If I don't pay my visit soon, something's going to happen in these pants of mine that hasn't happened in a long time. Well, we better let him go. Yeah. The boss probably took this into consideration, huh? Well, he was a smart man. Come on, Wally. You go with him. Why me? Because I told you to. But I don't want to see... that. You don't have to watch him. What's going to happen will, uh, happen. Just make sure there's no way for him to escape once he's in the bathroom. Is there, Wally? No, there are no windows and no back door. Good. Lead the way. Don't take too long. You have another dozen donuts to eat before midnight, and that's only 15 minutes away. Do you feel better, Wally? Oh, a little. Good, because you have 12 more donuts to eat. Oh. What's wrong? I'm not sure I can even look at another donut right now. You better do more than look at them if you don't want to get ate. Guys, are you telling me you really believe that your boss is going to come back to you tonight through the power of a jelly donut? Well, he can do what he wants. He's the boss. But he's dead. It don't matter. He was dead at his wake. Do you remember what happened there, Butch? How can I forget? What happened at the wake? Well, Nick and I went to the Delaney funeral home to pay our respects. We had just knelt down before the open casket to say some Hail Marys when... What the? Oh, that isn't supposed to happen. Uh-oh. What's wrong? Uh, my tie. What about it? It's stuck under the casket lid. Pull it out. I, 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 I can't. Lift the lid. Not me. Why not? That's the boss in there. So what? He can't smack you upside the head now. He's dead. That's the point. I don't want to touch him. <sighs> Lift the lid. This tie is getting awfully tight. <sighs> Okay, but just this once. I, I, I can't lift it. What are you talking about? It should go right up. It won't budge. Are you okay? You're turning a little blue. Is there a problem here, gentlemen? There sure is, Mr. Delaney. The casket lid closed on Butch's tie, and it's making it tough for him to breathe. Lift the lid. I tried that. It won't budge. That's impossible. Allow me. It is stuck. But how? I don't know. Nick! Oh, my. Can you get the tie off of his neck? Yeah, yeah, you're not pulled tight as a drum. Alan, some scissors, quickly. Uh, right away, Mr. Delaney. I, 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 I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know how something like this could have happened. We're going to have to cut the tie off your neck. I hope that's all right. I just 
Of course you do. Here you are, sir. Thank you. Here we go. Uh, almost there. Pull, Butch. Pull. It's coming. Are you okay, sir? I will be. Let me get this blasted tie off. Oh, there. Alan, fetch the gentleman a glass of water. Right away. And put some scotch in it. Mr. Delaney? You heard the man. Do it. You have my sincere apologies, sir. I've been in this business for two decades, and I've never seen... I'll be darned. It opened all by itself. Just like it closed all by itself. The casket must be defective somehow. Strange. Rest assured that Delaney and Son's funeral home will make everything right for the deceased and his family. You all have my most heartfelt apologies. Here's your drink, sir. Oh, thanks, kid. You'd better get me one, too, Alan. How's that, Butch? <laughs> well, better. You want the rest of your tie? The casket kind of spit it out when the lid popped back open. Leave it. I never want to see it again. And you think the boss was responsible for that? Sure I do. Do you have any better ideas? It is a strange coincidence. I'll give you that. But I don't think you should assume that your boss was somehow able to reach out from beyond the grave. Strange isn't the word. Mr. Delaney said he'd never seen anything like it, and he's been taking care of stiffs for a long time. You don't believe it was the boss's work, Wally? I do not. Then explain to me how my tie got caught under the casket lid. I don't follow you. You wear ties. On occasion. They lie flat against your chest, don't they? Of course they do. Then how did mine end up in the casket? Good question. Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't lean over the boss's body. There was no sudden breeze that blew it up and in. Those funeral homes are always sealed up tight. So, Wally? Well... That's why we believe the boss is going to appear here tonight and speak through you. The tie thing was proof of his power even from the great beyond. If you say so. You stop questioning Butch. It's almost midnight. Don't you have some donuts to eat? Almost time. Yeah, only another minute or two. Can't believe the boss is gonna appear to us here after a whole year in the great beyond. It should be something to see him take over Wally's body. Yeah, we better go check on things. What are you doing taking a break? It's nearly midnight. You still have one, seven donuts left. Oh, I can't. I, I just can't. You have to. One of those could be the donut. I don't care. You'd better care. I still have my gun. Gentlemen, if I eat one more donut, I'm going to heave. Is that what you want to happen? I'm not sure. I is that what we want to happen, Butch? Of course it isn't. Well, then... We can't risk having the boss not come back. You'd better eat the rest of the jellies, Nick. Me? Don't you want to find out how we've been doing this year since the boss passed? Of course I do. Then eat. I... Uh, I can't. I know how you feel. Why not? 
I don't want the boss taking me over. It's too spooky. You were fine with him taking me over. There's only seconds left. Open your mouth. I will not. Look what you did. What I did? It's all over the floor. What if that was the boss's donut? It wasn't. I'll be darned. Boss, it's you. You came back. I said I would. But you're right there. You were supposed to take over Wally's body because- Did he not eat the right donut? You really believe that? Well, yeah. Well, that's what you said would happen. God, you two maroons are even dumber than I thought. Is that possible? Shut your pie hole. The boss is talking. You two mugs really believed that I could somehow come back to life with the help of a jelly donut? Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. I fear for the future. That was a test. A test? To see how smart you two are. How do we do? <sighs> What's your name, mister? Walter, sir. I'm sorry, Walter. I didn't believe for a second that they'd be dumb enough to do this. Butch, give the man a ten spot. Why? Just do what I say. Put a crowbar in your wallet and give the guy a ten-dollar bill. Okay, okay. I don't have a ten, just a twenty. Give it to him. All right. Yeah, Wally. Um, thanks. What's this for? Buy yourself some antacids. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Do you want to bring charges against these two mugs? Charges? What did we do? What did you... Do you want to bring charges? No, I, I don't think so. You're kinder than they deserve. You used the extra money from that 20 to pay for all those donuts. Please, don't say that word right now. Uh, sorry. Nick, Butch, you're lucky that this guy has a good heart. You apologize to him for what you did tonight. Apologize? That's what I said. Or else. With all due respect, sir, you're dead. What can you do to us? Did you think the same thing a year ago at the funeral home? So that was your doing? Of course it was. God, I hated that tie. And you had the nerve to wear it to my wake. Well, that was a nice tie. My girl bought me that tie. And she was the only thing uglier at the wake than that tie. Do I need to cause you trouble again? No, sir. Then apologize to Walter. I'm sorry, Wally. Me too. It's okay. Now look, you two. I did come back tonight to let you know how you've been doing this past year. That part of what I told you before wasn't a rib. And how are we doing? Lousy. What? Actually, I'd have to grade everybody in the organization on a pretty big curve to get you two up to lousy. But we've been trying so hard. I know you two have been doing your best. God help us all. Also, being dead, I've had the chance to talk with your parents from time to time. How are Mom and Papa? Disappointed. And my- Don't bother asking. Because of my talks with the four of them, I've decided, against my better judgment, to give you two goons one last chance. Thank you, sir. 
Yeah. Thanks, boss. Neither one of you deserves it. I want you to go see Manny. Tell him I sent you. Really? He's from the old country. He'll believe you. Whatever you say. From now on, he's your boss. You do what he says. If he says jump, you say how high. You got me? If anyone can make you guys useful hoods, Manny can. And never forget, Manny's your boss, but I'm his boss. Don't make me come back a year from now to drum you two out of the organization. We won't. We'll get better, I swear. Glad to hear it, because the way I get rid of employees isn't pleasant. Now, get out of here, both of you. I'm sure Walter has someone to go home to. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, mister. It's okay. It'll make a good story, but then who will believe me? Those jelly donuts look good. The local paper has given Dandy Donuts the award for best donuts three years in a row. God, I miss donuts. I really... Say, could you do me a favor? Uh, what? I'd love to have a taste of one of those jellies. Is that possible? What, with you being dead? If you help me, it will only take a minute or two. How can I help? Like this. What are you doing? What's going on? Don't fight it. It'll hurt if you do. But... I'm only taking you over for a moment. I swear it. Just long enough for a taste. Done. I can feel what you mean, Walter. Your stomach really is upset. Still, I have to risk just one little bite. Mm. Mm. Delicious. How can they possibly call heaven paradise when there are no jelly donuts? The Boss Always Loved Jelly Donuts, you heard Steve Anderson as the narrator, Matt Weller as Walter, Daniel Wise as Butch, Glenn Haskell as Nick, Scott Fortney as The Boss, Russell Gold as Mr. Delaney, and James Lorenz as Alan. The Boss Always Loved Jelly Donuts was written and produced by Mike Murphy. Your mixer was Joel Nisbet. Music for the series was composed and performed by William Kripchinski please visit his website at pureshift.com. Script editor Arlene Osborne, webmaster April Sadowski, and art director Alexa Chipman. Thanks to Captain John Tatterzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy, the author of this story, gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Steve Anderson. This is an original production by Misfits Audio. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved.